Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. A subject that has cropped up more than once in the last number of months on the opinion line is how we seem to have gotten more angry after COVID. And it's something that I want to explore on our first topic of conversation this morning. You might have been watching primetime. If not, I'd refresh your memory in just a moment. But it reported, a very good report, on the wave of harassment and abuse and shoplifting that's happening around the country. In supermarkets, big shops, small shops, garages, mobile phone shops, vape shops, you name it. There's a huge spate of not just shoplifting, but the most vile abuse, often racist-based abuse, of shop workers. Threatening behaviour. We heard from people here in the city only in the last few weeks about incidents they were witnessing and uh, the Lord Mayor, Councillor Deirdre Ford has been campaigning to get the Garda Commissioner Drew Harris to come to town to address crime levels here and also to maybe tighten up on knife crime before she's out of office in June so it was in the context of all of that I was very interested to see this coming up last night on prime time there was a word or a phrase used that you couldn't use a couple of years ago you would be killed for using it a couple of years ago feral gangs feral being wild but feral is now what some of the behaviour clearly is here's a clip from the RTE primetime this features a couple of voices Elaine Brennan who runs a Circle K shop Sheila Clark who has her own shop and Tara Buckley from the retail group RG Data here's some of their contributions last night on RTE primetime we would have members who have people who have robbed their shop 20, 30 times, maybe started off just robbing the store, then start robbing it with a, a weapon, a gun, a knife, baseball bats, syringes. They get verbally abusive, and these are just national school kids you're talking about, you're not talking about teenagers. I heard the word feral used, and I have to say it, it, is, it, it doesn't encapsulate their attitude, because again, they just... They are not bound, I suppose, or feel that they're not bound by um, social norms. There's no repercussions for them. Mm. So I don't feel like they have to comply at all. We looked at we've been through a global pandemic, the war, housing prices, cost of living. It's a lot of pressure on people and a lot of stress. So people's behaviour 
it will change. It'll be after six o'clock in the evening, that's when you will see the spike. But it can happen at six o'clock in the morning, it can happen at nine o'clock in the morning, um, depending on levels of abuse. I've witnessed staff members being verbally abused, racially abused and physically abused. Um, a small portion of our business will be 24-7 and at you know, late stages of the night we would get people in intoxicated. This would bring on aggressive behaviour which leads to foul language, shouting and unfortunately sometimes they will put their hands on their colleagues. But this behaviour is not acceptable and um, as a business that prides itself on excellent customer service, we must also state that the customer is not always right and there is a line that shouldn't be crossed. That's a good point. The customer is not always right. That's uh, Elaine Brennan of the Circle K Group speaking as part of a package on RT's primetime last night. It also featured that package. Uh, Shane Gleeson, who runs a number of uh, spa shops, quite a large business you have, Shane. And you say that, you said, petty crime is costing up to 80 grand a year. Good morning. Good morning to you. Yeah, it's um, we find it hard when it's described as petty crime because to us it's anything but. Uh, as you can imagine, 80 grand to us is an awful lot of money um, and especially with electricity bills, etc. Uh, petty crime amounts to an awful lot over the course of a year. Yeah, and it's almost at a point now, I got the impression from watching that piece last night, it's not even worth calling the guards now. Not because the guards won't come, but because there's absolutely no follow-up. There's no punishment. Yeah, the we, we would have four to five incidents a day, generally in our city centre shops. Um, it's pointless reporting it to a large degree because you're only going to tie the guards down for the day. You're tying yourself down for the day. Uh, you'd wind up getting no work done at all. Uh, the reality is they go up to court and, and we find the guards very good to follow up stuff, but they go up to court and there's no effective punishment. Uh, currently in Limerick, and I don't know what it's like in Cork, we have a large issue with uh, gangs of youths that are under 16. Uh, they know that the law can't do anything with them. Yeah. Um, and they, some of these guys are arrested eight, nine times a day and released immediately. Yeah. Um, and they, like We're watching it over the course of years and there's a progression from shoplifting, um, harassment of staff to drug dealing and then eventually you know, they wind up going to jail. Uh, and I've just seen the thing over the years and it's just, it's a non-stop progression. Mm. Uh, I think something should be done about it to stop us, nip it in the bud. You, you've been in business for some time, Shane. I made the point introducing this and we've discussed it on the programme more than once. Mm. Has a new aggression or anger emerged since lockdown? Absolutely. Uh, we found since COVID there's a big increase in aggressive antisocial behaviour. Often it's not even stealing. They want to come in, they want to create a row. Uh, they're getting a, a, some kind of perverse pleasure from creating a row. Uh, they're coming in intimidating people who are working hard. Um, they might catch somebody at the end of an eight-hour shift and they just want to have a row. Often they want to video it themselves and then they want to post it up on the internet showing how great they are. Uh, some of them come in, they might want to video it for half an hour, they just won't go. And they're hoping you'll say something inappropriate so they can then post it on the internet. Uh, and it's just pure intimidation. And, you know, staff working in a normal business, a normal working day, you shouldn't have to deal with this, really. Yeah. You've been threatened yourself on more than one occasion, and so has your son. 
I have. My son was chased uh, up and down the streets with a fellow trying to put a needle into him um, because we wouldn't let him steal. Uh, no, the young man was dealt with and he got a six-year jail sentence. Good so the, the guardy were fantastic. Uh, the courts were fantastic. Everything worked like it should. Uh, but still, my son thinks about that incident every single day. The defects of that are, are long-standing. Uh, we've had bottles, we've had knives, etc. cetera. Uh, but I think pretty much every shop in any urban area in the country has had the same. Yeah. Have you been told, I'll follow you home, I know where you live, I'll burn you out? I have actually been followed home. And they, they quite a few of the, the certain people in town would know where I live. Uh, they would drive by, blow the horn at inappropriate hours, park up outside the house maybe for an hour. Um, that's not terribly unusual. Shane, you're a shopkeeper. You own a couple of shops. What's what driving that, do you think? Uh, the fact that they can do it and that there's no consequences. And there are no consequences, really, most of the time. Uh, the antisocial behaviour we're seeing has no consequences. So if they come in, they might uh, say inappropriate things to some of the female staff. They could be racist. They could... And it's not even that they're actually racist. I think they're they're just doing it for their jollies. They they want to get the pleasure of intimidating somebody, uh, and then they go off walking down the street like they've um, like they're six feet tall. This is mostly you know, teenagers. Mostly teenagers. Uh, we have a number of older people that do it as well. Now it is a tiny, tiny minority. Um, like even in talking to our own staff, we would have maybe two and a half, three thousand customers a day we'd have maybe five people in total that would cause us this trouble every day. That's so right. it is a tiny, tiny minority. But it's, but it's five too many and still. you wonder where, and if the same crowd coming in. The other thing that is, you see it all over social media, mm. videos of people going about their work being intimidated. Yeah. I, I, I Personally, I think that if you're, into, uh, if you're videoing somebody in their place of work, their place of business, uh, I think that should be a specific crime um, I don't think, like, it's clearly intimidation, and that's its sole purpose. Um, and if you're doing your normal job, why is it okay to come in and video you? Uh, and I don't think it is, but it, it's not dealt with as a crime currently. Mm. I mean, I, I, I know you I, have CCTV. The, you would have CCTV mm. in all of your shops. Mm-hmm. Am, am I right in saying mm. that as a business owner, your staff, for example, are entitled to know where every camera is? They're entitled to know when they're on camera. Your customers, you have to inform them. But some, Mm. some, this gobdaw walks in off the street shouting and roaring with a a video on his phone and before you know it, it's all over social media. He's painted it to make him the victim and you can do nothing about it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, And that's happened as late as last month uh, with a a man who's out of jail a short while. He's uh, late 20s. Uh, he spent half an hour harassing the staff. Uh, my son got to the premises, uh, was trying to escort him out, and it was just non-stop abuse for 30 minutes. And then he caught a clip of 30 seconds where my son might have been slightly inappropriate and posted that all over the social media to make him look the, the victim. Yeah. Now, if you look at the whole 30 minutes, you can see the context of everything, and you can see what an awful period it was for my staff. Um, and the same fellow then has waited outside the shop uh, six, seven days in a row to harass my son and myself again and the female staff that he was abusing behind the deli. Um, and he, he just seems to get a kick out of it. He, he's not even trying to gain anything monetarily. He, he just He's enjoying the intimidation. Uh, and yet there's nothing we can do about it. Do you have security uh, And I door? don't think that's okay. 
Um, no, the if you put security on the door, you may as well close the shop because any margin you would make would be gone. Um, so the reality is myself and my son are the security uh, and we're able to deal with 99% of things and what we're not able to deal with, we normally ring the Gardaí and we're only a couple of hundred yards from the station so I have to say the response has always been excellent Yeah, uh, and we get great support from the Gardaí yes. um, but still, you're, you're going in to do a day's work, you shouldn't have to deal with this. No, you shouldn't and like you said, they'll come if you want them, they'll do everything you ask yeah. of them but at the end of the day, they go into the courts and it's quite rarely that anything happens. I'm just in front of me here, Shane, I have a photograph or a, an article rather from today's Irish Examiner and I kind of said, well, well done that judge, a drunken man who called a shop assistant an effing bitch and spat at Gardaí as the city centre street was packed with Christmas shoppers, has now been jailed for four months. That's all too rare. It did happen here in Cork. I, I haven't seen that happen in Limerick. Uh, I haven't heard of it happening elsewhere. I think that's the first time I've heard of that actually happening. Uh, and I think if the judges could do that, um, you might cut down on this quite quickly. Uh, they, like the numbers of people who behave like this in Limerick City are probably less than 20 in the whole city. Yeah. But the same 20 go around and plague everybody. Yeah. Uh, everybody gets a turn from them. Um, if you could put two or three of them away, that would make a big difference. We, we saw it with the drug gangs in Limerick. When they put away the big boys, the, the people below them uh, retreated into their shells yeah. and, and it improved the quality of life for everybody. So I think these people that are being so antisocial need to go away as well. Um, and then the others that aren't quite as bad might pull back from it. Yeah. Come back lastly to where I was a while ago with regard to the way it's gotten worse during COVID. Have you or any of your colleagues in the trade, as it were, I'm sure you speak about this all the time, that pattern is out there. It's gotten worse post-COVID, post-lockdown. Are there any explanation why? Or does anyone know why? Uh, I don't know why. I don't. I, I, maybe there was examples on the TV of people being abusive and uh, it's a bit of a copycat situation. And if they see people on TV getting away with it, maybe they copy them. But I'm only guessing. I don't know the real answer. Yeah. Um, you need somebody above my pay grade to look at it to figure probably. that one out, I think. And lastly, and I don't know if it's even legal to do it, so it probably isn't. Supposing mm-hmm. you or your son who managed the shops or Mm -hmm. one of your shop managers took physical action against any of these individuals. Am I right in saying it's you're the bad guy then because you're the one who ends up in court? You are portrayed as the bad guy. Um, We've had situations exactly like that. I've had a fellow come in, abuse all the staff, be nasty, uh, just throw his weight around. This is going on for some time. We escorted him off the premises, told him not to come back. Uh, Next thing I get a defamation claim in from a local solicitor who operates in that kind of uh, mix. So I'm being sued uh, for defamation by this individual who's really just a bully, has bullied my staff for over a year. We've put him out of the shop and now we're the bad guys. And by the way, this guy has been to prison as well. Yeah. So suddenly I have to spend weeks and weeks and weeks preparing for a case um, that really is a nothing case, uh, but it's it's taken me away from my business, it's causing me stress. And you're looking at saying, saying to yourself, why is this happening? This isn't okay. Why, why is the solicitor cooperating in this behavior? And effectively, the solicitor is cooperating in the intimidation. Now, I know they don't look at it like that, but from my perspective, that's exactly what it is. 
Shane, good speaking to you. That's Shane Gleeson, who has uh, five spa shops. They're around Limerick, but he was on prime time last night. I want to explore it locally as well, which I will in just a sec. But Kate says, in Northern Ireland, the police circulate pictures of known perps to shopkeepers. I think they should do that here too. It would help. I had business in City Hall. I saw women shouting at the staff at the housing counter, screaming their lungs out. I said to one of the workers, that was terrible when you just tried to do your job. And she said, look, they even jump the counter sometimes. Let's explore that question a bit more, though. Is there more aggression out there since lockdown? Now, I'm not blaming lockdown if there is more aggression. I'm just wondering, is there more aggression out there since lockdown? And there's another point that Shane makes, and I'll explore it further locally in just a sec. It's teenagers. It's youngsters, 14, 15, 16. Where are their parents? Why aren't they in school? Why are there... If you are 14 and you're making trouble in your local shop, then I would hold your parents responsible for that. And I'm sorry, that sounds terribly right-wing and terribly old-fashioned. I don't care. If you are a 14 or 15-year-old scut terrorising someone in the local spar over the price of a bottle of Coke, a racially abusing some poor girl just going about her job in a coffee shop. If you're 14, I'm going after your parents if I can't go after you. That's my side of, of, of things. I don't know how anybody else feels. I, I love that story, though, and I'm delighted it was. Done in the court, Judge Olin Kelleher, um, jailed if a man called James Conway. Conway, he's 48, uh, from Old Farmhouse, carried Defoy in Cove, sentenced to four months on public order charges. December 15th last, he was, Gaddy were alerted to a disturbance in Centra on Oliver Plunkett Street. Gaddy arrived, met the man. He was abusing staff, refusing to pay for anything. He left the shop and then continued the abuse out in the street, calling one shop assistant an effing bitch. Highly drunk, unsteady on his feet, speech slurred, all that. Gardy arrested him. He resisted arrest, hit out at Gardy, spat at one of the Gardy, had to be restrained. The court was told. Albrook Street packed with Christmas shoppers at the time. He resisted arrest. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. He, he pleaded guilty to that. He engaged in threatening behavior. And he pleaded guilty to that. Being drunk and a danger. He 22 previous drunkenness conviction, etc., 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 etc. And he was jailed for four months. We're following up this morning on last night's primetime programme on RTE, which did quite a lengthy report on the wave of harassment and abuse and shoplifting and other such things that are affecting shops and supermarkets around the country. Just been speaking with Shane Gleeson, who has five spar shops in Limerick City. He was featured on that primetime programme last night. Let me catch up now with Kevin Hurley from uh, Hurley Centra. And of course, uh, past or current, I never can remember which president, Kevin, of the Cork Business Association. Morning. Good morning, PJ. Yeah, I'm uh, present, uh, present president, <laughs> one year done and one year to go. Good man, good man. Okay, that was, and I know that court case I quoted there before the break, I think that was one of your one of your outlets, the one in, in on Plunkett Street. And, and I think a lot, of, a lot of people will read that report of Judge Olin Kelleher jailing a man for four months and saying, we need more of that. But you must be blue in the face from stuff happening. We are, unfortunately... PJ, it is um, become part of society, and I actually know Shane quite well. So, I, I I've been speaking to him in the past about the situation that he's having in Limerick. I have colleagues in Dublin and Galway who are putting up with the same thing. So, unfortunately, it is happening in Cork. I was delighted um, to see the guy getting sentenced yesterday, and if it's a deterrent for other people uh, not to partake in antisocial behaviour and abusive and racist behaviour and assaults in in stores, then, you know, if, if something like that is, is a, a, deter- a deterrent, then great. Yeah. You're seeing it on a regular basis, all sorts of different things. You've been spat at, you've been attacked yourself. I have, unfortunately, PJ. Um, I was um, spat at last year by a certain individual um, who was going into each of my, my three stores um, stealing coffee and then when the staff were um, stopping him at the door he was, he'd throw the cup of coffee at them and uh, just walk out and um, this individual is a ward of the state without going into any further detail but he hasn't even been charged and I had to deal with him spitting in my face that time uh, last uh, October so, He was throwing hot know, coffee are, at the staff Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. an assault. In all, three, in all three outlets on, on Grand Parade, Oliver Plunkett Street, and Patrick Street. That's an assault. So, yeah, yeah, that is an assault. Um, individuals like that and juveniles are the ones that are the main problem. We have a, a certain cohort of of a gang, a teenage gang, um, who are in the city in the evening time. There's about seven or eight of them. I had a robbery in my Oliver Plunkett Street store a couple of weeks back, where they literally just walked in, walked behind the counter and stole 200 euros worth of these um, disposable vapes. They then put them up online and sell them on Facebook and stuff like that. So it is it is what it is. But what I have taken, the measures that we have taken, myself and my brother, is that we've, we've introduced having security 
um, in the evening time and actually in the afternoon in, in one of the stores from two o'clock, the other store four o'clock, the other store six o'clock. And, um, you know, that's a cost of up to 90 to 100,000 euros a year. But I suppose Shane has lost, is losing 90 to 100,000 in stock loss and we're not at, at the same time, you know. Yeah. Same question as I put to, to Shane and it's an observation. Did it get worse post-COVID? Did something change during lockdown? Did it get worse? I think it has, but it's not necessarily down to COVID. The big problem is that we're down numbers in Gardaí. There's been a load of resignations and uh, and the usual amount of retirements and the, the the process of getting the new guards through Templemore is just not happening fast enough. And I'm, in, in the Cork Business Association, we've written to Drew Harris, we've written to Simon Harris, the Minister for Justice. We were writing to all, in the pro- process of writing to all local Cork City councillors. We've got to bang this drum to get more Gardaí on the streets in Cork and try to get the Gardaí out of administrative duties. We're talking to them all the time and they're stuck behind desks doing, um, you know, paperwork when they could be out on the beat. And they want to be out on the beat. That's yeah. what they're telling us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I noticed, all right, that um, Chief Super Myers was talking at the Joint Policing Committee meeting the other day. And as, as I reported yesterday, I commented yesterday at least, I know Tom, he's a man who is careful about his words and he was very open at the JPC about just how short they are by day and just how slow it is to get people out of Temple Moor. Now when you've got the chief super for uh, such a massive district saying that at a public meeting in the public forum we we are at a point where senior management are now looking up the line and going Mr. Harris, Commissioner Harris, can we sort this out? They absolutely are, and I, I know Tom, um, Chief Superintendent Tom Myers very well, and I've been speaking to him and his other colleagues, and you know, as I said, we're all banging the same drum. Like There was all the Gardaí that were on last weekend for the St. Patrick's Festival were probably on overtime, and you know that's, that's just, I suppose, the way it is, but there was very little trouble last weekend in Cork City Centre, and I was in all weekend, and I saw very, very little. It was hardly anything, you know? You preempted my question, actually. Uh, do, do you dread <laughs> busy weekends like last weekend, or is it a thing that Gardaí are drafted in to cover? No, we we don't mind the busy weekends, like, for example, the marathon coming up or the jazz festival or the Christmas period or last week, Pat- Patrick's Day Parade. They're all they're all fine. There's very, very little trouble. Like, And there could be thousands on the streets, but it's majority of the time it's families in with their kids and stuff like that. And there's a really good guard at present. They're, they were around last Friday on their bicycles. They were around on foot. I think there was only one incident all day outside... Um, outside the GPO with teenagers fighting. But other than that, there was nothing. And, you know, that's that's a credit to the Guardian. And I have to say, like, I'm a firm supporter of them. They're doing their best. It's a bit of a poison chalice. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I, hopefully if they can get more Guardian onto the streets and get more Guardian into Cork. Mm. And I think as well, PJ, that there needs to be some kind of social aspect and some, some kind of social element whereby people are going into schools and they're trying to educate teenagers, you know, not to go down this road. Shane was talking there about a guy getting arrested, um, or maybe he was telling me himself recently, uh, seven or eight times in one day. I mean, where's he the logic that. in that? And, and, and look, at the, look at the amount of paperwork and the amount of hassle that it has yeah. for a guard to arrest a young fella 
eight times in one day and I commend you and your attitude about what you're saying to them uh, how, how you would go about it but I just don't know from a legal aspect is that possible? Probably not I'm just saying I, I would, and I wouldn't be the first to say it and I won't be the last if you're 14 and you're behaving like a little scrot and you're getting arrested three or four times a day why aren't you in school? Why don't your parents know where you are? I'd be going after the parents I'd be looking for a way to go after the parents well, that's the other problem, unfortunately, PJ. We've all heard the story that um, the the young fella that was arrested the four times, um, and they called the father and the, uh, they called the dad, and the dad says, "Leave him there. I'm not coming down to collect him." So when you've got that kind of attitude There's going on, truth. you're just There's the you're, truth. you're bashing your head against the wall. You know? I've, I've heard that story too. I've heard that story, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin Hurley. Um, of Hurley, he's Centra and of course current president of the Cork Business Association. Willie O'Brien is just down underneath us here with the spar on McCurtain Street. Willie, we've talked before about this, and do, do you, is it getting worse? Morning. Good morning, first of all. How are you? I'm not too bad, sir. Not good, too bad. good, good, good. Yeah, certainly um, it's interesting to hear the comments from last night and today that since COVID uh, entered the scenario, there has been a, 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 you know, an in, a surge in, in, in aggressive and violent behaviour, definitely. Um, I, I'm here over 21 years and back in early in the day, um, I would have had a lot of difficulty with people shoplifting and that kind of thing, but that's effectively what it was. Whereas in the contemporary situation, what we find is that, that we have the shoplifting, the theft taking place, but we also have aggression and violence going with it, which is totally, totally unacceptable. Mm. What kind of things and, have you seen in your own place? Oh, Christ. It's probably never taken the scenario. Uh, an incident there recently, there was a guy uh, came into the shop. Uh, there was a lot of young people in the shop at the time, and this guy picked up uh, a 1.25 litre bottle of Club Orange and fired at one of the staff. For good luck, he was 20, about 20 feet away and he had time to turn around, but it hit him in the back. Um, I got hit twice last year. I got spat in my face there once this year. Um, it, it, it's, it's, uh, I leave Perspex up now. You know, we used to put Perspex up at the counter um, right. because of COVID. I now leave it there as a kind of a, a, a decoy to uh, would-be aggressors. It deflects them. I actually was wondering, yeah. Willie, why yeah. so many places had left it up. And that's, that's, why. that's why we've left it there. Wow. Because it inhibits the person, you know, the aggressor, from lashing out over the counter. Yeah. And can anything... I mean, look, we had that case, Judge Kelleher, jailed that man uh, for, for mm-hmm. four months for the incident outside the centre. That is the minority of situations, though. For most point, for most part, the, the guards will come, they'll help, they'll do what they can. It's hardly worth their while dragging some little tow rag into the into the courts because nothing will happen. It's not. Don't know, and you're 100 percent right there because I don't think we take the things seriously in this country. You know, we don't take things seriously in this country until something really, really serious happens. Someone has been murdered or stabbed or something like that. Then it's all guns ablaze. Uh, whereas in the mundane, everyday situation, when we know it's taking place, we know what's happening. By our complacency, we actually facilitate it. By our complacency, as a community, as a society, we allow it to happen. Therefore, it becomes the norm. Yeah. Whereas, but you know, you've seen situations like Mayor, 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 what's his name, Giuliani in New York, when he had the zero tolerance situation, yeah. crime absolutely plummeted, um, in, in, you know, in, in New York. And we need to get serious about it here. And, you know, we complain about having the shortage of Gardaí. You know, would you want your son or daughter to become a Garda at the moment with the amount of aggression out there? And violence and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're you know, right. the, the, the Gardaí actually are very much. I mean, they're dealing with everyone's crap as such. 
And um, again, you know, what we see in the shops, I mean, they must see it even more going through domestic situations, going through murder situations, going through our situation, whatever the case may be, mm. you know. And, and, you know, we don't need that kind of hassle in our lives. People have enough to deal with without having uh, unnecessary, unwanted, yeah. you know, trouble coming in the door. Yeah, And, and your staff, hard-working people. All, and your staff, yeah, unfair, I'm not just saying it because you're down around the corner, will you? your staff are mm-hmm. always in good spirits, always smiling. Yeah. Always pleasant. It must yeah, be so been, hard for them. I've been looking to retain people. I have lost people as a result, you know, as a result because there, there has been um, very aggressive behaviour. And I have, you know, had girls here who got very, very upset, broke down crying and actually subsequently left um, because of, of, of people's behaviour and attitude. It's just not acceptable. Mm. You know, it's just not acceptable. You made the point you know, a, a second. entitled to go to work without being interfered with or abused unnecessarily. You made the point a second or two ago and I listening to Kevin and listening to Shane as well about, you know, do we have to wait until someone is stabbed or worse in a shop just going about their business? Do we have to wait for that to happen? You'd Unfortunately, it seems, to, it seems to be a scenario, you know, in this country of how things operate. Like, I'll give you a clear example. Last January, um, and I'm not using this flippantly, Ashling Murphy was murdered. And, you know, there was all this rhetoric across the newspapers uh, in, in, in different um, radio and, and television programs. You know, is this the final breaking point? Is this the so, yeah. the cameras, if you remember that, you know what I mean? And was this going to bring about change? You know, has anything happened since? There's been about 20 women murdered since. You know, has anything happened? Not really, no. No, not really, no. And unfortunately, we seem to be frog-marched into making change in this country. We need to get serious about it. I'll give you a very good example of it, okay, which probably maybe it's worth thinking about. We have got reality TV, we have Big Brother, we have Love Island and all the rest that go with it. And these things are on almost on a daily basis on our TVs and we're forever watching them and the Kardashians and, and the latest information. Okay, and these things are on a, a weekly, week in, week out, day in, day out. Yeah. How often is crime line on? Once a month. That's reality. It's a very interesting comparison that you make. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Because that's how serious we are about dealing with the issue in this country. And it's important that we emphasise, it's not just in Cork, this is permeating society, Irish society at this time. But it's more violent, more nasty? More nasty, more aggressive. And, you know, people are entitled to go to work when I've interfered with. You know, I'm entitled to, to, you know, run my business without having to chase it down the street. Yeah. It sounds to you know, me... And many of these people may claim they're homeless and whatever the case may be. Yes, that is a reality. That is a reality. But many of those people actually have more money than people living in houses. Yeah, so from, from what I'm hearing from you, mm-hmm. someone walking in robbing the odd packet of biscuits is the least of your worries. That's the least of my worries. It's the protection of my people. It's, it's, it's more concern. Yeah. That's a bigger concern. You know, I, I'm going to turn something against myself. Recently, I had a guy whisper, I had my weekly delivery in. And I'm not saying this with pride. Um, it's a kind of turning it against myself. Um, I had my weekly delivery come in, and it was a quarter eight in the morning, and I had a lot of a busy day ahead. Uh, because when an order comes in, I must get another order out for the next day. 
And I was up to my eyeballs at the time, and this guy came in and began robbing, so we were watching him and watching him, and eventually he actually walked out the door, so I went after him to get my stuff back. He refused, he began shouting abuse at me, and then he gave me a full spit in the face. Now, nothing but a spittle, you know, from yeah. a person speaking, I'm talking about a full spit in the face, and began to call me names and began to run away, and if he did, I took after him and gave him a kick in the horse. Good okay. man. I did, yeah, and I make no apologies. I'm this against myself. Okay, I gave him a kick in the arse. Then he picked up a chair and he hit me with the chair. Now, I'm no Hercules, but I'm not a Mickey Mouse either. I grabbed the chair and I hit him a wallet from the shoulder. Good and man. with that, he stood up against the, 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 the window and I said, give me back my goods. And I said, have you got anything else? And he said, he opened up his jacket and he said, I have nothing. Now, I'm not proud of that. I'm telling that against myself. But that's what they would drive you to. The frustration, the anger... The, 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 the anxiety because you know it's not a case of a situation happening that you just say oh that's it move on you don't it remains in your mind it, it remains there um, you know when you're thinking about it and I'm not proud of that I'm not proud of that because I'm not an aggressive violent person I don't believe in it but um, you were driven to it they would actually drive you to it yeah. it's frustration it, you know I'm a human being too it's frustration and we seem to have forgotten in this country and I always think <laughs> something I thought of years ago you know, thou shalt not steal was something that we all were very much aware of when we were growing up. But apart from the thing of thou shalt not steal, I always thought it was interesting. It was chiselled in stone. It wasn't written on the back of 20 Major. It was actually chiselled in stone. It's an indelible mark that was done thousands of years ago. Yeah. And it's still true to this day. Thou shalt not steal. Yeah. Willie, I think a lot of people were listening to you tell that story and... Yeah. quietly applauding you and I say that without fear of country, of country. Mm-hmm. I, I know someone will say no you shouldn't be encouraging that rubbish mm-hmm. I think a lot of people listen to you tell that story and applauded you because certainly I did oh, well, well done Willie O'Brien from the Spar on McCourton Street in Victorian Quarter this is reality Corks 96 FM Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.